Welcome to Hope Is Here, bringing hope to those struggling with life's difficult situations. Welcome to Hope Is Here. My name is Greg Horn, and it is Food for Thought Friday. So glad that you have joined us, and hope you've had a great week. I'd like to share a little nuggets of wisdom that uh, I have found throughout the uh, week, whether it's through my quiet time with Jesus, reading my Bible and doing a devotional, or whether it's through things that I read, um, listen to a podcast, other sermons, or maybe through a conversation that I've had with somebody where somebody imparts some wisdom to me that uh, I think maybe might be a blessing to you too. Uh, uh, Pete, I want to share something from Pete Scazzaro. Sorry, kind of hard to say his name. Pete Scazzaro. He is a pastor up in New York, and he wrote a book called Being Emotionally Healthy and Spiritually. Being Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. And unfortunately, we don't talk a lot about that in the church. It was a really, really good book that I read probably about seven years ago and would encourage you maybe to check it out because I think you'd be really, really uh, blessed by it. But he recently shared, uh, I saw this on Twitter, really spoke to me. He said, these three statements summarize the core of emotionally healthy discipleship, expressing well how and why great power flowed out of Jesus' person as well as the way his power can flow from us. Number one, you cannot give what you do not possess. You cannot give what you do not possess. Number two, what you do is important, but who you are is even more important. And number three, the state you are in is the state you give to others. As I read that, friends, I just thought, you know what, man, he is spot on. Um, And... I mean, number one, you cannot get what you do not possess, and it's hard to offer others peace and joy if you don't have it in your life. And uh, two things that I've found that really have to happen to have that, number one is uh, spending time with Jesus. should be every day, friends. It needs to be a priority, okay? I don't want to get into legalism, but it's got to be a priority. Occasionally you may miss, but I honestly just want to really, really encourage you to try to make that a daily priority, especially in the morning if you can. And secondly, uh, getting enough rest. Uh, Man, when I get fatigued, um, it's hard to love others like Jesus does. Okay. And uh, three, just take a look at your schedule. I said two things, but uh, it's actually three. Time with Jesus, getting enough rest. And then three, um, you know, looking at your calendar. And that's the one I struggle with the most is my calendar. Um, The first two, the Second one, sometimes slack of sleep can be an issue. Uh, my time with Jesus is really, really good, and I uh, have to be protected of that because I've known what's happened in the past if I don't. And I definitely cannot love others, especially those that are unlovely, those that are like sandpaper, kind of rub us the wrong way, right? And we've all got those people. And unfortunately, guess what? We're somebody else's sandpaper. But the third thing is just uh, when uh, I get fatigued, not just from lack of sleep, but just from going nonstop. And that's the one I struggle with the most and trying to have a Sabbath and um, just trying to work and grow on that. It's one of my goals for 2023 to be more intentional about that, uh, get a half day here, a half day there. And yet, I uh, know that's not what God asks us to do. And I know for my mental, emotional, and spiritual health, I've got to do better than that. And I know that there's people listening to me today that you're like, amen, brother, you're preaching to me right now. So let's Look, uh, we can't give others what we don't possess, so let's look at making prioritizing time with Jesus, 
getting more rest, sleep, and three, uh, looking at our calendar, okay? Number two, what you do is important, but who you are is even more important. You know, uh, I've heard the old saying that, um, you know, people may see something on the outside, but who you really are is who you are behind closed doors. And uh, talked about this earlier this week, but you know, there's people that go Sunday morning, they get their hour of Jesus in, but honestly, the rest of the week, um, don't spend much time with him. And uh, I know I've been there many years ago, and I'm thankful that when God brought me to my knees back in 1997 and then again in 2001, that uh, I, I, I was like, okay, this is going to be a priority to me. And uh, really try to not make Jesus uh, just my Savior, okay, uh, where I can go to heaven, but to really make him the Lord of my life. And that's, you know, friends, we have to be intentional about that. I want to encourage you to do that. And that, uh, you know, what you do is important, but who you are is even more important. And what were those closest to you? What would they say? You know, you know, people may from a distance, you know, may say, oh, yeah, this person's this and that. They're great. Da, 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 they're, but, you know, what are those closest to you? What do they really say about you? And number three, the state you are in is the state you give to others. And uh, it's just so true. Uh, don't like to, we don't like to hear that, but, you know, if we're tired and restless and uh, it rubs off on other people. And so I want to encourage you to take a look at those three things. You cannot give what you do not possess. What you do is important, but who you are is even more important. And last but not least, the state you are in is the state that you give to others. And maybe check out that book, Emotionally Healthy Spirituality by Pete Scazzaro, a pastor up in New York. It's Scazzaro, S-C-A-Z, zero, Scazzaro. So check that out. Also, uh, like this quote, it says, Don't think of the things you didn't get after praying. Think of counting the blessings God gave you without even asking. Can I get an amen on that? Once again, friends, I think we have to be intentional about thanking God for those blessings that we have. And I know a lot of you heard this quote before, but just somebody I know needs to hear this today, whether you're listening on the radio or the podcast, or maybe you're watching on our YouTube channel. Most of our programs are on our YouTube channel. I hope you'll check it out and subscribe to it. It helps our ministry to grow and reach other people and help them to know there's always hope because of Jesus. You just go to YouTube, type in Hope is Here, and then my name, Greg Horn, that'll come up. If you would subscribe, we would really, really appreciate it. But here's somebody, whether you're watching on YouTube or whether you're listening, uh, like this quote, only God can turn a mess into a message, a test into a testimony, a trial into a triumph, and a victim into victory. For somebody listening today, friends, you need to know God can turn your mess into a message. He's done it in my life. I've seen him do it in countless others. We have so many wonderful guests that have shared how God's turned their mess into a message, how he turned in a just an extremely painful test into a testimony, and he turned this just really challenging trial that they went into into a triumph where they're able to help others. And just some people have been through just some excruciating circumstances, like my good friend Sherry Matherly that was shot in the head and left for dead by an alcoholic ex-husband. And um, by God's grace, she's living today, and she's a prayer warrior for this ministry and a, a ministry 
partner with our our ministry, a financial partner, and so appreciate her generosity, both with her prayers and with her uh, financial resources. And yet she uh, is such an encouragement to so many people. Even though she can't drive, she does have some after effects from that just horrific uh, incident in her life back, I believe it was in 2003. Yet she has still trust God. Uh, She's a prayer warrior. She has a gift of encouragement and just an inspiration to so many, many people. And so no friends, just like with Sherry, that God can turn your mess into a message. He can turn a test into a testimony, a trial into a triumph and be like Sherry. Choose not to be a victim, but to have victory in your life, over whatever's happened, no matter how unfair, no matter how painful it was, friends, that's why Jesus is coming this Christmas season, is he is coming because Emmanuel, God is with us. And so we would not be separated from God anymore, trying to keep all the laws, that it all is about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, acknowledging that we need a Savior, and acknowledging him as not only our personal Savior, but as Lord of our life. Romans chapter 8, verse 37 says, We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. And so, friends, somebody listening today, you needed to hear that. And God will help make take you from being a victim into having victory. And he will help you be a blessing to somebody else. So don't give up on that. Uh, I heard this quote, uh, a tale of two wolves that really uh, is A lot of you may have heard it, but it says an evening an old Cherokee told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, my son, the battle is between two wolves inside us all. One is evil. It has anger, envy, jealousy, doubt, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. The other one that lives in us is good it is joy peace love hope serenity humility kindness benevolence empathy generosity forgiveness truth compassion and faith the grandson the grandson thought about this for a minute then he asked his grandfather which wolf wins the old cherokee looked at his grandson and simply replied the one that you feed. So friends, I got to ask you today, which, which one of those inside you are you feeding? Which wolf inside you? Okay. Is it the one that's hurt, angry, resentful, arrogant, sorrowful, jealous, envious, or you're saying, you know what? No, I'm not going to choose that. That's what my feelings want me to choose. But I'm going to choose to have joy. I'm going to ask God to give me the fruits of the Spirit and have the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. Friends, we can choose those each day no matter what our circumstances are, no matter how we're feeling. And I don't say it to be insensitive to anybody, but I want to encourage you today to trust Jesus in your circumstances and know that he will make a way when there seems to be no way, because that's what God does. He's the God of miracles, especially in this Christmas season. Smith Wigglesworth, great man of faith, 
says, Great faith is the product of great fights. Great testimonies are the outcome of great tests. Great triumphs can only come out of great trials. You know, friends, I didn't plan this intentionally, that those would go back to back. <laughs> as I've kind of talked about earlier in this program, uh, just save things throughout the week as I'm reading them, and they speak to me. And yet somebody listening today, you, you may have prayed that you want to grow in your relationship with Jesus. Well, it's just like working out in the gym, man. When we when we go a little harder, we try to lift a little bit more weights. Uh, man, our muscles grow, and we may be a little sore, but the end result is we get stronger. And it's the same way when we have to use our faith muscles. It may get stretched sometimes, but that's how we grow in our faith, and that's why I, I do hope is here because I've had my faith tested many, many, many times. And I'm so thankful that I always know that Jesus Christ is what Hebrews 13, verse 8 says. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Well, if you're looking for something to kind of help you get in the Christmas spirit and kind of get your heart focused on Jesus, I want to encourage you to come out to Gardenside Christian Church tonight from 5 to 8 p.m. for Oh Come Let Us Adore Him. It's a celebration of nativity sets from around the world. Be over 100 nativity sets, uh, some of them internationally. Uh, I know we're going to have one from Bolivia and Israel and other countries, but uh, we just want to get the focus on Christ and Christmas uh, at 7 o'clock. Grace Times 4, we'll be doing a short Christmas. Concert. So I hope you'll come by from 5 to 8 p.m. to Gardenside Christian Church in Lexington. If you can't come tonight, I hope you'll come next Saturday from 10 to 4. I say next Saturday, tomorrow, actually, I'm sorry, on December 10th from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. as we help put the Christ in Christmas at Gardenside Christian Church in Lexington with O Come, Let Us Adore Him, a celebration of nativities from around the world. Hope to see you at Gardenside Christian Church on Friday night or Saturday. I'm Greg Horn, and this is Hope Is Here. Thank you for listening to Hope Is Here podcast. To listen to one of our previous programs or to make a tax-deductible donation, please go to our website, hopeishere.today. That's hopeishere.today. Want to get in the Christmas spirit? Come visit the O Come Let Us Adore Him Nativity Displays at the Gardenside Christian Church on December 8th and 9th from 5 to 8 p.m. and Saturday 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. See over 100 nativity sets from all over the world as we prepare our heart for the arrival of our Savior Jesus this Christmas. There will be Christmas music each night, including a special Christmas concert on Friday at 7 p.m. by Grace Times 4. Hope to see you at Gardenside Christian Church in Lexington on December 8th through the 10th.